the inside. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Hyper Caroline Hobby. I am your host, Caroline Hobby. I know music, I know people, and I know the questions you want to ask. So let's get hyper. Heads up, these are adults having adult conversations, so there could be adult content. You guys, Mallory Irvin is in the house. If you don't know Mallory Irvin yet, then get excited. You're about to get to know her. This girl has more energy than the Energizer Bunny. She is the sweetest, brightest light. She was Miss Kentucky, then runner-up to Miss America. She's been on The Amazing Race three different seasons. She has voted back a fan favorite. And now she's a freaking YouTube star. Her YouTube page has makeup tutorials. It has clothing. It has all of her wedding videos, her honeymoon, workout tips, cooking tips. She literally is your one-stop shop for everything. And she is so much fun. Here is Mallory Irvin. (laughs) Spirit fingers. old friends. I know. Isn't that great? We traveled the world to get a Caroline. You're one of the few people (laughs) in Amazing Race history, though, who has ever done Amazing Race three times. Well, you would think third time's a charm, but it was not. (laughs) (laughs) It was real far from a charm, wasn't it? Third time, it didn't quite go as planned, right? It didn't. But, like, you know, you're close to your dad, too. So, like, my dad was my partner. Oh, and y'all were Team Yellow. Oh, team Yellow, and it was just awesome. And, like, we almost won, we almost won. And then... So, how many times... What what place did y'all get first time you did it? So, the first time we made it to the, like, the leg before the leg. The, how so many like legs six. are there? So, maybe... Uh, Sixth. Six. six. Y'all got six. So, y'all made it to, like, the episode before the final right. episode. Right. So, we didn't go to, like, Elimination Station or anything. So, we oh, made yeah, it pretty far. We were the decoys. So, we, like, ran the race to, like, fake out people so that if people took pictures around the world, like, oh, they wouldn't know who won the race. Like fans. Because so, it was the most fun. follow Amazing Race and, like, follow the race. They try to keep up with they it. They do? Do you remember? Like, fans do. Like, in all these countries. Yes. Here we are, Mallory. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey guys. Like you watched it too. There's a and big fan world out there. Mm-hmm. So y'all were the decoys because so we were the to decoys. throw people off. So then we came home. We were at home. So you know I just done Miss America, and then like we go straight into the race. So we come home from the race, and it's kind of sad that we didn't win. You know how it is. Like the first time when you didn't win because you were like all pumped up. And doesn't it take a minute to recover? It takes a minute to recover, like physically and mentally and emotionally. Because <laughs> well, you're like all of a sudden, where's my camera crew following me around? No. I'm doing all these things that are going to be seen by the world, that and like. Matter. <laughs> yeah, that matter. And so then all of a sudden you're like, no, nothing matters now. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. So we were at home, like, dejected <laughs> in our house. And it was like, you know, a week after the race had finished. So it's still three months until it's going to air, you know. You got it like that secret time. Yes. And the phone rings. It's Lynn Spillman, the casting director. And they said they would never do, no- never do another all-star season ever in the history of the show. Why? They just said they would never. Like, they'd already done enough, and, like, they were going to do other things. You know how they always say that, real dramatic. Right. So I answered the phone, and she's like, hey. <laughs> Lynn, I Mallory, love Lynn. Would you and your dad be interested in doing an all-star season if we uh, wanted to do one? Um, we think, you know how she's real? Oh, yeah. Wow, yes! <laughs> yes, we'll do. We'd love to do it. You know, we're still in the high from the last one. So I run downstairs. My dad has no idea that it's even an option. I said, Dad, 
what's the best thing that could ever happen to you in your entire life that you never thought in a million years would happen? He said, Amazing Race is having an all-star season and we got cast. I said, that's it! <laughs> that's it. So you and your dad just loved it. Oh, man. It was like our thing. But it is like, in, well, okay. I need to preface. You have <laughs> so much energy. Oh, you're sweet. You do too. But no, you can like put so much energy into a lot of things at one time. Like I can do one thing and I can really <laughs> give it my all and then I'm tired. Yeah. But you can do it in a million different oh. categories. So I feel like Amazing Race is finally the one thing on this earth that utilizes all of you. Boundless energy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was good. But it's bad for like concentration and like being serious and stuff. But then that's where my dad came in. So you are the perfect team. Oh, you're the perfect team. And like he's such a prepper. Like, you know, he's just climbed Everest this last year. He's getting ready to climb it again. He's You're just right rushing to it. Your dad just climbed uh, Mount Everest for fun. And he's like, what? How old is 60. your dad? 60. He just climbed Mount Everest for fun at yeah, 60? It's not fun for the family. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> okay. So you and your dad were made for Amazing Race. You have all this energy. And now oh your dad gosh. is doing crazy things like climbing Everest? Yeah. So he, like, I was a wild, crazy, just a wildcat that would kiss a taxi driver if I didn't have any money or that would like run straight off you of the cliff. Well, my dad asked me to do that a couple Your dad times. asked you to kiss the taxi? Because mm -hmm, we didn't have any money. We don't have any money. You like kiss him or something. Kiss him. I mean, you talk about a serious man on the amazing race. He's like, we're going to use everything we got to win. Every tactic. So, yes. Did you but kiss some taxi cab drivers? I don't think I had to kiss that one. <laughs> Thank the Lord. It was in Ghana. It was hot. It was sweaty. Oh my gosh. I had like chamomile on my hands. You know how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. When you tell these stories to like normal people that don't get it, they're like, wait, what? You were where? And what were you? Why were you doing that? Yes. I was racing around the world for a million dollars. You never seen the show? Yeah. But um, so my, my dad, he's so awesome because he's like a prepper. Like he's got like the clothesline and he's got the packets of the detergent. Well, he used the duct tape to like tape up the car tape. one time. Yeah. He's just a pro. So, but then I think he just got this thing from the race. I think he got this bug in him. Like he had to just keep adventuring and adventuring and adventuring. So after our second season, I'm gonna do all seven summits, he said, before I turn 60. Like seven summits? What do you mean seven summits? Kilimanjaro, K2, Everest. Like he's gonna do all the mountains. So he did all the mountains. He did He did them all. He did so all the mountains. So your dad just doesn't say he's gonna do. That's the thing that distinguishes you and Gary, your dad, from everyone else is y'all <laughs> don't just like have these grandiose ideas. You have them and well, then you actually do them and you don't just do them, you do them well. Well, thanks. That's nice of you to say. But it, I, how, how? Well, until he doesn't make it up one of these dang mountains. <gasps> so he's going back? He's going back. What's wrong with so him? I don't, something. Something's wrong with something's him, wrong. Gary. <laughs> you know, he says like, <laughs> he's like, enough. he's like something about climbing mountains. He just, he loves it. He loves, because you know, he's running these big businesses and he's just a very successful man. So he loves going on these mountains because he's just free of everything. Like he can unplug or whatever. And he said, he always says this quote, and I think it's really cool. He's like, if you don't believe in God, climb a mountain. He's like, there's something cool. Just on the top of that mountain, it's just, it's just something different that he's never been able to find. Like anywhere else doing anything else in the world. But like Everest, okay, do it once. Yeah. You lived. Yes. Let's be, let's, good job. Way to go, Gary. You did all seven. But he said, no, I'm no. not done. So he, he needs that like, huge rush. He, he does. So he lives for that, like, adrenaline rush. You know, he's a pilot. He does all these but other things. But you have that same need, too. Yeah, but, You're like, a pilot also. I, get, I got some common sense about me to know. <laughs> Maybe the body can't withstand this, like, more than once. So, yeah, so he's going in September. He's going to do it again because he made it, like, 150 or something steps from the summit. Almost there. Oh, so he doesn't feel like he completed it. But people were, like, because pe people, everybody's dying. They're, like, Gary, if you keep going, you're going to die. No, but people were, like, 
literally dying, right? Yes, like a lot of people. Like it's not even a joke. Like this is for it's real. A joke. So yeah, so that's my mom. I'm like, I, I, I talk to my mom. We laugh all the time. We're like, he's gonna die. It's not funny, but he is. And my mom's like, if the Lord's gonna take him <laughs> on Everest, then he's gonna take him on the couch at Saint. And I was like, no, nah, you know, I can get a little closer to God on the top of that mountain. Valerie. Oh no, you just gotta pray for him. Do you just have to let it go? You, you can't worry about it. Yeah, because you know he's always like, I'm not gonna stay at home and like get old and like he <clears> keeps <throat> saying that. I'm not just, I'm not gonna let myself go. He's like. I have to have something that is so challenging and so physically, mentally, emotionally taxing that it, it, it keeps me young. It keeps me alive. It keeps me living for something. And I, I wish he'd that. choose something else. I know. He's really gotten to the top of the top of what you could actually pick for that yeah. rush. Like he's all the way up there. Okay, so you grew <laughs> up. Uh, you're, you're just like <clears throat> such a fascinating person. Oh, Carolyn. You thanks. are. You grew up on a compound <laughs> with 23 cousins. <laughs> And y'all all lived together? Uh -huh. I need to know how your childhood looked. So we call it a compound. It wasn't like a weird compound. It was like a cool compound. <laughs> <laughs> we just call it a compound because so my grandparents lived. Is like, this in your the same dad's area. parents or your mom's? My dad's. Okay. My mom's also live in the same like county, but not on the same farm. So it's like out in the middle of nowhere. It's called Boxville, population like whatever my family is at the time. <laughs> And uh, so my grandparents, and then we all built houses around. So there's six siblings in my dad's family, and then all these kids, and I'm the oldest. And so I you're just the oldest of all 23? All 23. So I was the queen. I was the chief Did of the Did you boss Indian everyone tribe. around? Oh, wow. Well, Lord, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was the boss. Yes, you were. Oh, Lord. I know. I had to, like, let go of that. Like, How did you let go of that? Because you had a whole, like, army underneath you. I mean, it's tough. And you can run a ship, I bet. I can run a ship. Because you know, you have places to go. <laughs> like, you're not one of those people that's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, you know what you want to do. Well, that's why I can do a lot of things at once, probably, because I grew up in this where there was so much going on. Even though there was nothing going on, there were no restaurants. There was a Walmart that was 15 miles away. We had one high school in our whole county. I mean, it, such a small town, but... You know, we lived a worldly life when we were little. Like, you know, I think it was the minds of my family that, you know, they brought things into our houses that, like, it wasn't about where we lived. But, you know, it's just this setting. It was just cool. In the backyard, my papa, bud, he's still alive, still making moonshine and bourbon. Like, he's having his help, like, make the mash for this, for bourbon, like, making family bourbon. Everybody's, like, into hunting and just all this awesome stuff. I mean, it was just, it was a really cool way Did to Did you play up. with your cousins every day? Oh, my gosh, yes. We built things. We sunk things. We wrecked things. So, like, would all 23 of y'all play every yeah. day? Did y'all divide up into groups? No, or? it was like I had 12 siblings all the time. There were always, like, 10 kids sleeping in your house. And, like, How everybody's, like, piled fun. into other people's cars. And you don't know where your child is, but you know that they're at one of their aunts' With somebody. <laughs> Hopefully. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so it was fun. So do you just love going home? Yeah, I mean, it's just... You know, like, when, when you have an upbringing like that, like, you always want to, like, capture it. I try to, like, bring it into my own life. Like, my siblings live here. Even though we live in Nashville, I'm like, we got to keep this family thing going. Like, just this last week, we went to Vail all together. And it's just, my family's just all about just having the best time with our family. Like, oh. that's always been my best friends were my family. And, you know, whether you have, like, a small family or whether you're married into a family or whatever, like, make your family. And, like, those are your people. And, you I know, love that. And have oh, fun. Yeah. And enjoy each just other. Okay, so you said when you were growing up, you learned how to do all sorts of hobbies mm -hmm. all the time. Like, you just would pick up sewing. You'd pick up flying an airplane. Yeah, you'd pick up... What kind of hobbies have you just picked up? Because these aren't just, like, little <laughs> hobbies. Like, learning the ukulele. Like, you can do a lot of really complicated well, things. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, too, when you have a creative mind, like, 
you go from one thing to the next to the next to the next. But yeah. not everyone does that really well like you do. Well, thanks. I don't know <laughs> if I've necessarily done it well, but I've definitely like done it. I mean, I just I was interested in so many things as a child. I always was like creative, creative, and like I love to sing and dance and act and you know all that stuff. But like when that got a little old to me, then I had to start like picking up other things. I got to learn to fly an airplane. Do you learn I how to, learn fly to fly an airplane? And it, play an instrument. Or I can but can I you fly and land an airplane? So I have a student license. So I learned in college because, like, you just need to learn to fly an airplane, even though I don't fly airplanes Yeah, anymore. I mean, that's a great <laughs> thing to just learn how to do. I, I mean, I don't know if I could make myself do it, I feel it, like I just, just do it for my resume sometimes, you know? But you can actually take it off and land it. Yeah, a small plane, but I'm a little rusty, so. Okay, and then you just learned the ukulele. No, I didn't finish you that. You didn't finish that one. Yeah, but like I, with the sewing and stuff, like if I'm not, if I can't master it pretty quickly, I move on. To You're the moving on. Yeah. Okay, so what are some other hobbies that you have? I mean, like obviously love beauty, everything, makeup and fashion and stuff like that. Like I used to make my own clothes whenever I was little and, you know, stuff like that. And then like beauty, that's always been a huge thing for me. And then I once you got interested, you got, <coughs> you just owned it. Because like glam is so fun and like everybody, everybody loves makeup. Everybody loves like feeling beautiful. And that was something that, you know, when I was 10 years old, I can remember like starting to do people's makeup and just like loving it. And even though I was singing, that was my main thing and stuff, I always had all these other hobbies. But that's one thing that's kind of woven into like everything that I've done. It helped me out at Miss America. Which leads you to Miss America. Which is so random. So explain to me how, okay, you grew up on the compound, population, family is where uh -huh. you live. <laughs> and now you're like, okay, here I am coming to do Miss America. So it's, well, it's just really random. So I didn't do pageants. I was not a pageant. You weren't a pageant girl. No, okay, so I'm how'd you get not. into this? So, I mean, and I, have, I was like, I'm short. You are. You're like five. I'm like really five. Are you like five? five? Just five. Flat. Flat five. And like, I didn't know you could qualify if you were just five, but you can. <laughs> well, you can because you can do anything. Well, so people, a lot of people don't know this about like, you know, Miss America. It's about other things. It's not a beauty pageant. Okay. It's like 35% is talent. And I was a singer and I like, I had a good talent. You're a great singer. Girl. But thanks. Well, in the pageant world, I was good because everybody's not good in the magic world. <laughs> well, you, can, you got pipes. <gasps> but, well, thank you. So do you. And, like, that was a lot. And then, like, swimsuit and onstage question and interview. And I knew, like, I could do an interview. So and swimsuit, though, I mean, you killed, you went beast well, mode. Yeah, I, I, well, I got my dad's body, the muscles and such. So if I can get all that fat off of it, then it's, I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I was able to do that, luckily. So you decided you're going to do Miss America. Then you train yeah. for it. And what happens? How do you enroll? How do you make it to so, actually getting to be the representative for your state? So, yeah, like, it's cool because it's a job. So I loved, like, speaking and traveling and doing all this cool stuff. And a lot of people don't realize, like, the winner, so the Miss Kentucky will work for the Department of Agriculture. And I got to speak to, like, schools and stuff. So and I love public like, speaking. Yeah. What are you talking about? I mean, all kinds of things. When I have, like, an audience of 800 kids and, I, like, I'm already, like, wild and fun. Like, a lot of these pageant girls are like, no, no, not you. But, like, I had the best time. I'd be like, get out of here. And, like, just fun times. and putting the crown on the boys. And just, like, we were having the best time. These kids say the funniest things and ask the funniest questions. And it taught me how to, like, you know, respond quickly. Yes. And, like, yes. and that helped it's me, like, later in life. But, um, but, yeah, so it was random. It was one day my dad was like, I think you should be Miss America. We were like on the way to church. That's how he talks. So that's how I say Wait, he talks. You know what I love about your dad is he doesn't just say that. He actually says it and means it. Yeah, he He's means like, it. He's like, you can do it. So I was like, okay. So then I was like, okay, I'll try it. So and I love how you're just like, I yeah, did, I can do that. I did. Um, so you have to do a local pageant. I won my first local pageant. And then you go to Miss Kentucky. There's like 32 girls that qualify to go. 
and it's first year for some reason in a, a black velvet turtleneck cat suit and um, shoulder padded well I was about to make fun of a sequin jacket but look at me now <laughs> look at you now girl. I had French and shoulder pads in that one though so I only have one set I had two sets in that one okay. I'm saying Rocky Top at Miss Kentucky for my okay. talent clearly there were some things that I hadn't figured out yet hey okay. but you know you're just working out the, you're just doing it you're going all in yeah just diving in yes so I got top 10 that that year Miss Congeniality I was like okay now I got to come back I got to win this thing got real serious about it real like stressed and like what length do you think my hair should be and what color do you think my dress should be and you're getting like down to the detail yeah and you know how sometimes you think like i want to do this and then you listen to everybody else but your dang self when yourself is who like knows how, how you're gonna look the best so i listened to all these people and i thought it was about like being perfect and having everything right and that is the most opposite from me so that year i didn't win and i thought that was the year i was gonna win i was just gonna go miss america and move on with my life <laughs> And I was fourth runner-up. And that was the thing in my life that happened. I hadn't lost anything before. Okay. And that was the thing that happened. That now I love to lose. Tell me why. Because every time I've lost something in my life, like not only is it like you come back and you try harder, but every time, like another door opened for me. Can so, we like focus on that for a second? Yeah. Because <laughs> that is the thing in life that is very hard to learn in the beginning. Like those first few times that you're mm -hmm. learning that, like, and we talk about this. You and I have face planted hard yeah. and stuff. Like we've given it our all, and it just like didn't. Yeah. Well, face planted for for us. It's all relative. Yeah. You know? But once you face plant, and you like realize that okay, well shoot, that sucked, and mm -hmm. this really is painful experience, and I don't like the way I'm feeling. But once you like survive it, it's like a whole new world. The best. Up. Like you're. So, I, thank God I lost. Like right. I'm so glad. Okay, so I tell mean, me why. Thank God. What did that lead to? I mean, so <clears> like <throat> obviously, then it led me to the next year where I like let go of a lot of things. It was my last year to compete for Miss Kentucky. So I this really is your last to, chance. I wanted to be Miss Kentucky. I I wanted to be Miss America. Like I wanted to do all this stuff, and you know, I just kind of like let go of things. What did I you let go of? Song I wanted to sing. Everybody's like, you'll never win with that song. So you became. You decided to do you. I decided to just do it myself. All these people that were telling me how to do it had never won a pageant. They weren't Miss America. Right. So I was like, why? Why am I listening to them over myself? I feel like so many people do that in careers. They like people tell them what to do, or you shouldn't do that. You should. You should look at them and be like, well, did you? Did you do? What? Have you done? Did you do that? Yeah. You didn't do that. <laughs> so like, listen right. to yourself. So why? So true. So, so I true. let it go, and like my. It's so funny. This is a funny story. So like, I had kind of lost my mind there at the end before I decided to let it all go because I was so stressed and, and I you're just probably trying to, to keep it all so tight and do everything yeah. right and so I called my mom and my mom was on I have four siblings my youngest brother was in the eighth grade and they go on you this have like four siblings mm -hmm. so there's five up here or there three so I'm the you're oldest four. of four okay so they were on this like trip this Washington DC he went to Catholic school they were like visiting all these places and they were visiting a cathedral and I called my mom and I like had lost my mind I was like mom I can't <laughs> I just don't know I can't I can't do anymore it's too stressful <laughs> I just feel like it's just not my time look what am I losing I, and like I just totally lost it and usually my mom's like you're gonna be great and at that point in time she'd heard it so many times that she was like I don't know what to tell you I gotta ask the Lord or something so she walks in and she, they were going into cathedral it's so funny so the kids had already gone in there because y'all are a big Catholic family yeah so and like we were like you got sometimes you gotta be like Jesus God, whoever you're talking to, you gotta send me something right now. I you need, gotta send I me a, a sign. sign. <laughs> so my mom was like, I don't know what to do. This crazy child of mine. She's like, send me a sign. She like knelt down in that church and said that prayer, and she looked up, and the mosaic behind the whole altar was a huge. It was a picture of Jesus putting a crown on Mary's head, and it said, on on her head will be placed a crown of twelve stars. And my mom was like, All right, oh my God, I just Let's got go. body chills. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. 
you're a religious person or not, like I feel like sometimes the universe, they, it sends you those signs. I totally agree if you're and, willing to look for them. And the funny thing is, my mom could have been like, walk out of that church and been like, I saw this thing and you're gonna win. But she didn't, she didn't even tell me she saw that. She knew in her heart, I gotta keep supporting her and like let because her she, do it how she needs to do it. Was that a sign for her? Yeah. So then she mm -hmm. just gave you confidence to yeah. carry on. Like, you're gonna be fine. So I did it, so I So your won. mom already knew you were gonna win. She knew, yeah. And she like knew it in she her knew. core. Jesus told her. So And Jesus <laughs> did tell her and you won. Oh my god. Oh, it's funny. So then I went to Miss America and um, the year of Miss Kentucky was just a joy. I feel like I was built for something like that. I was on my hands and knees, like at the county fair doing these watermelon eating contests and stuff, like because it's a cool role, you know. A lot of pageants sometimes are played out. There's so much more to it than that. And it, it put me in such a cool place where like what I was made for and the person that I was, it was, it fit You're me like a puzzle You're an extrovert and you want to help people and you want to talk to people well, and you inspire people. And it was just, it was the best time. And it's the beauty, best year. it's performance, yeah, it's everything. It was everything I like to do. So I got to Miss America and I was runner up. I like almost won. At the what end, is that like? I didn't like? even want to win at the end, I don't think. Why? I don't know. I just decided. I was like, you know what? I'm having such a great time being Miss Kentucky. And in the back of my mind, maybe I felt like I was supposed to do something else, something more. And by God, if I didn't lose that pageant and I got a call the next week, like, you want to do Amazing Race? So well, that's how you yeah. got to Amazing Race. Mm -hmm. So if you would have actually won Miss America, couldn't done it. you couldn't have done, Miss mm -hmm. you couldn't have done Amazing Race. Right. Yeah, and then if I hadn't won the first season of Amazing Race, I couldn't have done the second. And if I hadn't have won the second season of Amazing Race, I couldn't have done the third. Right. If you would have won the first time you did Amazing yeah. Race, you'd have never been invited back. Losing is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Losing is the best. Isn't yeah. that interesting? It's funny. Mm -hmm. I swear to you. Okay, so now you're a YouTube star. Oh gosh, which, I don't know about star. No, you are. You are. <laughs> you okay? Oh, God, I just have to. I don't even know how to like start this, because. <clears throat> You have so much stuff, content, oh, things, nice. talent <laughs> to offer the world, and I am just now learning what YouTube oh, is. Thank you. Because I haven't figured it out, but I went to your channel recently, <laughs> and I've been watching it every day. How do you do oh, all gosh. this? Well, and explain to me what it is because it's oh. amazing. I mean, you would crush it on a YouTube channel. But I don't have the stamina and the yes, energy you like you do to do this. It's like running an operation you do. all the time. I think for YouTube, there are a lot of different people on YouTube, but for me, it was perfect. Really, one thing before you started though, you told me before you started your YouTube thing, you go, I want to become a YouTube like person, uh -huh. influencer, whatever you call this. And then you just did it. You did it within like a year. Well, just like all the things you've done in your life. So you just did it. You it and you envision it and like, you just can do it. But you just did it within well, one year. You have like 50,000 subscribers well, already. I know, but you feel like it's never enough. You have to celebrate your successes. That's something that you have to learn in this world and in this influencer business and YouTube in general. Like, you have to celebrate your successes. I mean, it's awesome that I can do all these random things I've done in my life. I can put all those together and I can literally like do whatever I want to do. Like there's a home for them all. Yes, there's a home for them all on that. And that's what's awesome. Like two years ago, after doing Miss America and Amazing Race, and then I filmed travel shows and stuff, pilots and all these pilots Do you feel like you've been in the TV shows. world forever? And like, yeah. where are the pilots? Where, where are, they, are they Where did the shows go? Like you give your whole heart and soul. And it's like, I where know. is it? And they say, it's for sure going to get picked. Oh God, if I haven't heard that <laughs> once, I've heard it a million times. Never gets picked up. And but sometimes like, you let yourself believe that it will, and I then know. it doesn't. But once again, you love to lose, so yeah. it always leads to something else. It always leads to something great. <laughs> Thank you for watching yes. once again. <laughs> Losing is the best. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, two years ago, I was like, 
how am I going to bring all this random crap together? And how am I going to make it into a job? How am I going to make it into a job and a career and a long-term career? Everybody's going to need blogs. Blogs. So I was like, what, should I do a blog? So I started a blog. Three weeks later, I started a YouTube channel. Signed with management almost immediately. Started pulling in brand deals. I did the Chevrolet, the CMA Fest, and stuff like that. Like right up, right meant out to of be. the gate. And it, I feel like it was meant to be for me. And so tell me why it's meant to be for you. I just feel like, for me, I can't get pigeonholed into doing one thing. You can't. I think that's why, like, I you never have too much to do. I couldn't settle in a music career. Yes, like singing was my talent and everything, but I wanted to do so many different things. And I knew if I signed a record deal, if I you know, if I had the opportunity to do something like that, that's what it, that was going to be what I was going to be doing. That's it. One thing. That's Maybe it. you could do like something else later. Yeah, but, but you like, can't do them all at the same time. I love to have like a portfolio life where I'm doing like all these different things. And luckily, that's why I never signed with management because they were like, "So, what do you want us to represent you for? What do you want? What do you do?" And I'm like, "I do this and this and this and this." And they're like, "Yeah." Um, so yeah, YouTube is awesome for me because I can do everything. And did it and just start growing right away for you? It did, but I, I wish that it would grow quicker. And I think that's where, like, that's where a lot of people, I think, like, move on from this. Because this influencer world, because you can look at numbers and stuff, or you can look at engagement. And my followers are followers. They are. They are fans. And they are, regardless if I have 90,000 followers on Instagram, I'm getting the same kind of engagement that people with a million followers get. And I have to every day be like, thank you for, for this. Thank you for 50,000 yes. on YouTube. Thank you for every it's single awesome. person that watches, like, I feel like is engaging. Not every single, but, you know, that's something to be thankful for. And I, I hope to grow organically and then yes. turn into some sort of blend of, like, an Oprah and a Martha Stewart and a DJ Khaled or something. And a Mother who? Teresa. A DJ? I don't know. I pick all the different ones. I'd like to have a little bit of yes. Martha Stewart, a little bit of Oprah, a little bit of DJ Khaled, and a little bit of Mother Teresa. This is DJ Khaled? Because he's so positive. Oh, okay. You know, he's the one that's like, another one. I don't know what that is. Oh, is, so he, is he a singer? He's like a he like produces rap I'm videos. So old. I've got to get with the no, young people. No, it's not. I don't even know him that well. He's just like all so positive. I love. I think positivity and you know optimism and happiness and like energy. It just like feeds off. It multiplies. It and does. It like what you put out, you get things. back. Yeah. And so I just you know. And like you said before, all these other pilots that you're shooting, it's like you shoot these pilots, where do they go? So now you're shooting this stuff and you're like, it's not to be wasted. It's there! Even if a thousand people watch it, like a thousand people saw it, where did all those pilots go that we saw? How many people saw that? Fifteen? Yeah. The one person that was like, meh. Yeah. <sighs> it's so great, like being able to sit in my living room and be able to listen to somebody say, I'm getting ready to get married, I can't afford to hire somebody to do my hair and makeup, and be able to create a bridal makeup tutorial for somebody saying, I can't lose weight. I'm like, well, Lord, I'm Oh my God, Lord your weight loss video? Lord knows I couldn't lose weight for 25 years, and I know a lot about that 25. I'm your like, weight loss, I watched it, you're like, oh, this is so easy. But then I actually, it is easy. I was talking to my sister about it, because I was like, okay, I watched Mallory Irvin's weight loss thing, and I was like, she does the treadmill on 15 incline, for 50 minutes and does all these ab crunches. And Kevin's like, that is so hard to walk it's on a treadmill. Not for you, because you're the Energizer Bunny. And when you find, you say this, you go, I want to find the quickest, fastest mm -hmm. route to get mm -hmm. what I want. And Always so, in my life, so I've you, wanted but, to do that. But you don't, you're not scared of hard work, though. That's the key ingredient that you, right. you will work your ass off, but you want it to be quick and fast. Yeah, and I don't, like, I think a lot of people feel like they have to master something before they jump headfirst into it. I've never wanted to make I I didn't even watch YouTube before I became a YouTuber I didn't know anything about YouTube I called it the YouTube <laughs> so like here I am two years later like the YouTube is my job and like I don't know anything about YouTube and you don't have to master things you just have to figure I figured out what works for me so what works for you I think I've always loved human beings I love connecting to people just like you and I think YouTube 
people are they're sitting in their living room with their laptop open they're hungry for something they're looking for something they don't have in their own life or they can't figure it out they need help or they guidance need help or guidance or, or relatability yes something. or like somebody saying it, it wasn't always easy like they see you here in a sparkly jacket and like being like oh this stuff is awesome and they send me packages and stuff but it, it's not always easy it is they need somebody that can like you know inspire them to like live their best life do you share truth like the, the do you share the painful moments too yeah you have to so tell me some of the painful moments you've shared I mean like always when you grow up the oldest of all those kids and like you're the perfect child and you do all these things right whenever you start like losing and whenever you start like having tough times you're confused by that because like what it's not supposed to go like it's not that supposed to go like that. and that's not your image it's not my image wasn't my image yeah but then like you know you have to embrace those things that teach you things also I think too like you can't be afraid to reinvent yourself like when you fail at something or like when something's just like not taking fire or when you don't feel right in something you can't be afraid to reinvent yourself I always you said were thinking I'm, like all these people might judge you or think yeah, you're, or you they failed think you failed or like I was always saying like I wanted to sing country music I totally reinvented myself and then after Miss America I totally reinvented myself doing travel stuff totally reinvented myself and just like you you know you can't be afraid to reinvent yourself completely do you feel like it gets easier once you start reinventing yourself like do you think it gets easier to do it once you realize that really the failure is not what you thought it yeah would be? totally like kind of how you say I love to lose definitely I'm hashtag you yeah that. yeah I love, to lose. <laughs> I'm not I love to lose it opens new doors <laughs> it does all new opportunities and <clears throat> you know went through a really tough time in my life like three and a half years ago and I just was I thought I had so many expectations I thought everybody expected me to do all these things that like I wasn't doing and all this old stuff I was drinking too much I was hooked on sleeping pills I just you know it was a tough tough time and you know I was looking to like numb everything all those tough things and I stopped everything three and a half years ago I have was nothing hard I'm like raw in the world <laughs> when something bad happens to me I can't drink a glass of wine like you I just feel it, it. You're just like raw thing. energy all the time. It was the best thing because I think when you have to go inside and be like, yo, what's wrong with me? Why am I feeling was like Was that this? hard to give everything up? Yes, it was hard. It's How the hardest you? thing ever, but it's the best thing ever. Best Does it get easier as we oh, go yeah. along? Absolutely. Like now, I don't even think about it and I'm really grateful that like I got a deep dive. Every time something goes wrong, like I can't numb it out. I don't have the things that I used to to numb it out. So I have to you look. You got a deep dive. Oh I my gosh, tweet. Oh, this is Oprah. <laughs> like that's the tweetable moment. Uh -huh. Oh man. But like, thank goodness. So you, you know? just deal with your shit. Yeah, I got to. When you have something come up, you mm -hmm. have to like look at it in the eyeballs mm -hmm. and just like figure out how yeah. to move on. Mm -hmm. How great though, in the long it's run, great. it's so much better to deal with it up front yeah. than just let it snowball and then all of a sudden you get like overwhelmed by your snowball. Yeah, and like in this world that we live in, like there, it's like a grocery store of things that you can like numb yourself with anything and not yes. to say I still don't know much I mean I, I over shop a little bit <laughs> I overeat a little well, bit. well now it's your job so it's okay yeah <laughs> so but I mean you know I just I don't hope for everyone to like go through something like I went through but you hope that people learn a different way to do their lives they learn to do that deep dive they learn to you know because when you brush and brush and brush stuff under a rug for so long like then you got a big old mountain in your living room yeah and like what are you gonna do with that if, if you don't have the tools I had to learn I had to now not to say I don't I've got some great therapists <laughs> I love therapy I love it I don't know why everyone thinks like therapy the is a bad thing if, why would you not invest in yourself like to me exactly I'm living mm -hmm. with this brain yeah. and this life why would I not invest in myself and like you want to live your best life and you need help to live your best life you sometimes. need guidance sometimes you don't know the tools I'm not a professional at that at those certain things yes 
Yeah, and like, it's just, you know, that's what I hope to be for people too. You know, yes, I'm doing makeup and I'm talking about fashion and cooking videos, but there's something else I think that comes through in that it's like, you know, I can teach people, I can, I can, I can show people, you know, how I got to the point that I'm at now, like how I've gone through tough things, how like losing has helped me win and how, you know, positivity and joy and Do you and think energy, positivity is a key ingredient? I think, I think positivity and joy, I always say joy. I think that joy can change your life. And people are always like, yeah, but you always been like that. Shoot, I was like laying on my floor bawling crying for like a whole year. I was not always <laughs> like that. Bawling crying in the grocery store, bawling crying like in the line of the bank. Just lost, I mean, trying to figure it out. Yeah, and so like you can pull yourself up. And, and you have like, to you make the choice to do that. To find joy every day, yeah. And like look at life as totally like it's so cliche, but look at it as half full because every bad thing, like it can lead to something really good. And I just, I always hope for people to find that in their lives. And I was like, by God, I'm gonna start a YouTube channel and I'm gonna cook a video and I'm gonna show them how to do makeup and somehow that's gonna come through. And maybe I can help, you know, somebody with something like that. It's so. amazing. What you have done is amazing. <coughs> so we're gonna wrap up here in a little bit, but tell me, because I think you're such an inspiring person. What do you, and you've gone through so much, you've experienced so much. What do you think the point of life is? Oh man. You know, it's really, it's a funny thing because everybody says it and it's like, why does everybody not get it? I do think that the point of life is to like bring joy to other people though. I think the point of life, I think first you have to find it in yourself because totally. you certainly can't bring it to other people. But I totally think like, it's about figuring out how to be joyful and happy and live your life right. But it's more so about like, how do you bring it to other people? I think you're totally bringing it to other people through podcasts. I think I'm totally bringing it to other people. So you think you have to find what you love to do though? Like yes. finding to, what, loving what you do is important, it, it is. Yeah, but I've loved to do so many different things and I couldn't get caught up on like, is this the thing? Yeah. I rode the waves like when they came along. Right. And like, and they were the most random waves. But you were loving the wave. I loved it. I had the greatest time, but I think it's too because I've like found joy in, in a lot of different things and I can always find it. Even in like the toughest times in my life, like I could, I could find How it. How do you like, find I it? keep it. Where do you go to to find that <sighs> joy in yourself? All different places. I can't go to the, I can't go to bottle line anymore. Nope. Now you gotta dive deep. <laughs> gotta do you go that. to your faith or how do you? I go to my faith it? a lot. I go to what I do a lot. I used to go to what I do like, and that was like all. But like, you can't. Also, something else I learned in my life is like, what you do doesn't define you. Amen to that. And like, people ask, who are you? And I used to be like, oh, I this did is Miss America, I, this, 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 and, and I this. did the Amazing Race, and I did. And I realized like once in my life, that's not who I am. That's what you did. I'm like this human being. I like this and I like that. And now I'm doing this. And you know, who you are is not like what you did. So I try to find a balance of finding joy in my work. It's hard to get off social media when everybody's being all positive and you're able to put positivity out there and do cool things. Because I think you have to find a balance in your real life too. Because I find joy in cooking dinner for my brand new Your husband. sweet, new, adorable husband. I do. And I find joy in, I mean, a lot of different things. I find joy in like, helping other people that are going through struggles because I've, I've gone through struggles and you know I, I find joy in a lot of different things but I also find joy in trying to be satisfied with where I'm at because it's tough when the sky's the limit and it's a wild wild west like it is with influencers <laughs> and doing what we do right now you can do so many different things right now but like I, I have to celebrate where I am because you have every come. once in a while what you have accomplished well, when in just a short time in the YouTube world <laughs> is crazy that's nice but I, I, you just want more 
I know because <laughs> once you reach one goal, then all of a sudden the world opens and there's a whole oh, new no. set of opportunities and goals. But you know, what else would you do on this life if you don't have something to keep striving for? Exactly. You know, exactly. so mm -hmm. I think that's good. Every new layer, you get a new set of opportunities. And okay. anyone can achieve these things. Anybody, I always say that. There's room for everyone. I think when you find people in any industry that are <clears throat> strong-arming people that are trying to come in that won't give advice, that won't help other people, those people, you know, there's something within them that they're afraid they're not going to succeed or something. Because with me, I want to, if someone's like, how do I do this? I want to tell me how to Instagram. Because I, I want you to have as many, as much as, like, I you have. You taught me how to do filters and editing and all this stuff and make yes. it look fancy. And, like, because uh, other people help me with that. And yeah. Like, I've never understood why people don't help other people do the same things because there is room for everyone. It's not all a competition. I'm a, which is funny because I'm a really competitive person, I think. But like I'm competitive in competitions, but like I know when something's not a competition too. Right. Right. <laughs> like because sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just like you. Yes. If you're meant to be the person that comes out to the top, you're meant to be. But if you're not, and as long as you're doing your best, things, yeah, you get there, and it shows you all these other opportunities. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm that. all about, like, helping other people. And, you know, it sounds so cliche, but it's like, I want to help people. And I'm like, but are you? <laughs> do you? Because, like, you have, you have to find your outlet to, like, to do that, to spread what it is that you want to spread, to spread that message or that joy or that lipstick. <laughs> Which brings people joy. Yeah, it does. It does. Lipstick brings people joy. I love it. Okay, so the last question, let me just get your hair one more time. You just got this beautiful hair. It just not looks, mine. It looks so good. <laughs> love it. I like to wrap up my interviews with leave your light. So this whole thing's been inspiring, obviously. But mm. leave some inspiration of how you have been inspired or how you would like to inspire people. How I have been inspired, Lord have mercy. You know, I've been really lucky, Caroline, in my life, I think, to have so many inspirational people like anytime I needed to be inspired all those people were like readily available I think you have to look to other people for inspiration to other things for inspiration a lot of times um, so gosh so many people have inspired me my dad inspires me all the time because my dad is all about living life to the fullest a hundred and fifty thousand percent is yeah he never and he never so, slacks yeah so that's inspiring to me because my dad has built incredible multi-million dollar companies incredible but it's zero percent is about like that kind of monetary success or like being acknowledged by his peers for doing certain things and being a pioneer in, in an industry like he finds success in his own happiness and that inspires me because yes like what if I get 10 million YouTube YouTube subscribers like that's gonna be so awesome but like if I look at all the people that have had major success like that they always like come back down Mm -hmm. And like come back and they're like, I found it within myself. And like, that's not what made me happy. You have so that's to have inspiring to me. Yeah. And I think to inspire other people, you know, like I say, like I've said through this whole interview, like when you don't make it to the top, like whatever you thought it was that you were supposed to win and achieve, like just know, look at my life and look at your life and so many opportunities that are even better than what you thought was the top can come out of like losing something or failing at something. And be open. Be open. And then, like, finally, like, just be, have joy. Have joy. Strive for joy and energy and positivity. And even when you fall on your face and it's the worst in your life and you don't want to live another day, like, know that you can literally, if you make it through that, be the most joyful person on the face of the earth. Like, it's all in your hands. I think that's probably it.
and drop the mic. Mallory no. Urban, <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, no. I am telling you, you are going to be your own, you are going to be your own Martha Stewart, Oprah, the whole Thank brand. You. Thank you. I'm just so happy to know you. <gasps> I'm happy to know you. Thank, Thank you for having me. Joining me. You're going to sing us like a little acapella song? Well, shall I? Well, yeah, we have a stage that we're going to do, or should we just do it right here since we're sitting down? Okay. Do you want to stand up on the stage? No, I don't have to stand on the let's stage. Let's stand up on the stage. We're gonna, we're, you know what? We're going to take Mallory to the stage, and she's going to do this one acapella song. Okay, like what okay. song should I sing? Teal Audio's newest speaker line, the Aurora Livestream speakers, are designed to fit seamlessly into your home with its wide range of connectivity. To check out the latest speaker line, go to tealaudio.com. Okay, <laughs> will you sing us a song? I will. I didn't know I was singing a song until just now, so I hope it's going to be okay. It's going to be great. So what are you going to sing us? So since we talked about Miss America, should I do my Miss America song? My own yes. pageant rendition. Let's go, girl. It's been so long since I sang a song, but I miss singing songs. So. Okay, take it away. Okay. So this is on my own from Les Mis, but my Miss America version of it. On my own, pretending he's beside me, all alone, I walk with him till morning. Without him, I feel his arms around me. Then when I lose my way, I close my eyes, and he has found me, and I know it's only in my mind that I'm talking to myself. That was perfect! Oh, God. Really? I can't remember the key change. <laughs> the thing I love about you is, like, you're like, yeah, I'll sing a song. No, we just do it. Oh, Lord. I freaking love it. Oh, you're the best. Thank you for having me. This was the most fun. I love you. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. I know that you loved hearing from Mallory Irvin. She's absolutely amazing. So full of light and energy and positivity. Oh, I love her. So next week, I have Chuck Wicks in the house. What, what? He came on hot to the country music scene with Stealing Cinderella. That was my favorite song. He then went on to do Dancing with the Stars. He is an incredible singer, songwriter, musician. And now he's the host of America's Morning Show. So he is killing it. He has so many talents. And he'll be joining us next week. So y'all get excited for Chuck Wicks. Thanks.